Now, it's time for NFL Network reporter Ian Rappaport. It's the Rap Sheet on the NFL on TuneIn. Ian, always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time. What can you tell us about Dominic Rogers cromartie showing up at the facility and then departing today? Well, here's my understanding. The situation actually started on Sunday. DRC was pulled from the game. I did not like it uh, and had a discussion at halftime and then after the game with Coach Ben McAdoo. It, it got a little heated, uh, and it really never got resolved. So when he showed up again today, they continued to have words regarding his playing time, his status, and uh, kind of the way he had been treated. Uh, and at that point, he was suspended, I was told, and then left the facility uh, after he was informed he was suspended. And obviously for DRC, he's been a veteran in the league. He, From his perspective, he's done everything that he's been asked to do uh, with no complaints, including play the slot, which is something that was unfamiliar to him. And, you know, he just did not like the way that he was treated. Um, said so and then was suspended for it. Ian, would you say Coach McAdoo has lost the team? I wouldn't term it like that. You know, I mean, obviously they've, they haven't lost. They haven't won a lot of games. Uh, that's you know that that's very clear. And uh, you have a lot of big name, big time players who are underperforming. I mean, you have you know two first round picks and a second round pick on the offensive line, which is one of the worst in football. You have first rounder in Eli Apple who is getting demoted as well. There's a lot of players who are paid a lot of money and who have a lot of pedigree who are not playing well at all. And then you lose all your you know basically your entire receiving core. Um, you know, to, to injuries and, you know, it seems like all of them are out for three at least are out for the season. Um, you know, it's tough to know whether this is an isolated incident um, or whether they're just losing games. But, you know, I, I, I doesn't seem to be like it's an all-out revolt. It seems to be a couple specific situations and then a lot of injuries. Taking you around the league with Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. Ian, given that Odell Beckham Jr. said this summer his goal was to become the highest paid player in all of football, how does the ankle injury impact his contract situation heading into the offseason? It impacts it. It definitely does because, you know, if you're going to give someone that much money, you know, and it would be, you know, the highest paid receiver in football, no doubt about it, you need to see them healthy. And I don't know when we're going to see Odell Beckham 100% healthy again. And, if the Giants do a deal before that, then it really is a leap of faith. Um, so at the very least, it it sort of moves things back a little bit um, rather than, you know, whereas like otherwise, you could have done an extension this coming March. You know, how much will you have seen from him by March? Will he be running? Will he be cutting? Will he be himself? You know, the difference between an elite, elite receiver and a very good receiver is a lot of money, um, but in reality, on the field, it's only like a split second. You know, the thing that differentiates Odell from every other receiver in the NFL is his unbelievable quickness. Well, what if he's not 100% of that? That changes things a little bit. Some could say because Tom Coughlin is gone is, is probably why the message is being lost with this team uh, because he kept everything under wraps. If they started off slow, they finished strong. But look what's taking place down in Jacksonville right now. I thought the the, the changing of the gods may have happened in this game against the Steelers because that's normally how we would see the Steelers playing, creating turnovers and running the football very well. Give me your take on how good this Jacksonville team is. Well, before Jacksonville, you you mentioned a Coughlin thing in New York. Odell was losing his mind against Josh Norman on the field, and Coughlin was still the head coach and didn't do anything about it. Right. Um, So, you know, by the end, it was certainly not the disciplinarian that everyone sort of remembers. 
but as far as Jacksonville, I mean, I think they are – their defense is legit. Their running game is legit. Their quarterback is what he is. So is that good enough to be a good team? To me, I think it is because we've seen teams in the past, especially those with dynamic defenses, if you understand who you are, which is a team that's going to play defense, run the hell out of the ball, and not turn it over, you can win like that. you just got to get everyone on the same page and understanding that. And if Blake Bortles does, then I think they could be really good because that defense is just nasty. Hey, and let's talk about the anthem. I was the Golden State Warriors sideline reporter in 1996 when the NBA adopted their rule, players must stand for the anthem. David Stern did that unilaterally. Will the NFLPA have any input if the NFL decides to adopt the same rule? If they're going to change the CBA, no. I'm sorry, if they're going to change the CBA, yes. If they're going to change the player manual, which is what it would be, they do not need to tell and they do not need to ask permission of the NFLPA. However, I would have a hard time imagining the NFL just unilaterally decides to make a change. Players would revolt. You know, a better, a better guess is the, some players come to the meeting, they, you know, voice their opinions, the owners voice their opinions, and the league decides to have everyone stand for the anthem in exchange for some other way of players getting to express their views on social issues, inequality, police brutality, all the things that led to kneeling in the first place. Ian, as always, we value the insights. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll chat with you on Sunday on NFL First and Goal on TuneIn Premium. Nice. Thank you, guys. Enjoyed it. That's our friend Ian Rappaport taking you around the league. NFL Network's lead insider. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.